It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to part two of our conversation with John and Elijah Henderson about Appalachian horror. Your your belief system says don't dabble in it, and I understand that. So I mean that that's I was brought up Lutheran, and and that was kind of you know what you know it's like. Does it exist? Probably, but uh, you're not supposed to touch it or dabble in it in terms of like capturing or trying to communicate, I think is really what more so uh, the point was that I remember uh, from back then. Um, so tell me, you, you use the word hate, and I think that, that hate can sometimes be a term that is is very specifically used to different regions to describe something in in the supernatural paranormal world what does haint mean to you where where you come from well most of the people that in in, in my culture you know and where i come from to them they they didn't know much about demonic activities or anything like that anything that happened it was a haint it was a ghost you know it was a, a spook or a spirit you know Sometimes they would make a uh, differentiation between a spirit and a, a ghost, but they use the word haint to describe any of it like that. Mm-hmm. And a, a great number of people to this day, you know, when I was growing up, people would have big front porches and the upper part, like the ceiling of the porch, haint blue. would be painted what they call haint blue. Yep. Or they'd paint their house haint blue because they had a, an underlying belief that spirits couldn't cross over water. Yep. So they would put that blue paint to try to trick the spirit to not come in their house. Mm-hmm. Or they would put uh, a horseshoe, an iron horseshoe, above the door because these things are supposed to have an affinity to iron. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot of things they've done. I don't think they really even knew why they have done it. They just knew it was supposed to keep bad things away. It's interesting when you, you dive into some of those uh, traditions or superstitions, whatever you want to call them. I think some started as superstitions and turned into traditions. Uh, I, I think that the last three porches that I've had, my wife uh, demanded that we paint the ceiling haint blue. Uh, and it, it was pretty, and it was great. I mean, she has a lot of uh, family and relatives that, that uh, originate 
down in the south in Louisiana, Texas, and all of that. So that's where where that uh, kind of came from. And um, it, it, it's just interesting when you dig into some of those things of well, why are we doing this? Why? How did this start? What is the the process? Uh, what is the thinking? That, that gets um, very, very interesting. So hate for you is, is really kind of a generic term, almost like saying ghost. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah largely. Yes, sir. Okay. Let me ask you this about, about ghosts. And, and these are all opinion-based questions. I just like to dig into people's minds and, and understand their, their thinking. Be, not that I'm ever going to get any answers because we always end up with more questions than answers. But I think the more that we can understand each other and the more that we can understand different ways of looking at this, you know, the, the more ways that we can all be a resource for each other and everybody's experiences that they have uh, in different parts of the world and, and, and such. When you had like the experience with that little girl, or, or so you thought a little girl uh, out in the woods wanting you to come in and play, and then suddenly she gets dropped off uh, a little bit later. When you look back on that, what do you think that was? Do you think that was that was uh, the energy of a little girl and, and you mistook her for being the other little girl? Do you think it was uh, just an innocent ghost? Do you think it was something dark that was trying to lure you into the woods? What 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 do you think when you go back on that and, and review that in your mind? Well, uh, it, it wasn't a look like Ginger. It, it was for all intents and purposes, ginger. If okay. they were standing there together, you know it. It, it was ginger. Okay, but it, it but it wasn't ginger. You yeah. know, I know that because she was there. So I, I don't know how to explain that. You know, other than you don't know. In, in the mountains, there's something else that a lot of people have almost forgotten the term for. And it's called a fetch. Have you ever heard of a fetch? I've heard of the the name, but I couldn't tell you what it was. I'd love you to, to talk about that. All right, a fetch. And most of the time, when one is saw, you see almost a translucent, a translucent image of yourself. And if you see that, it's supposed to be very bad luck uh, that you've seen it because it's like you're. Uh, some version of yourself has come to fetch you to the other side. Okay. That you're going to die. Um, so I don't know if it was supposed to, if it's something demonic trying to convince me of, you know, that a fetch was real or if it was just something uh, of a dark nature trying to lure us kids off and mm-hmm. harm us or kill us in the woods, you know, trying wow. to lure us somewhere where we might get snake bit or fall in a creek or something like that. Um, but I believe demonic entities, you know, try to cause misery in any way that they can. If that means tricking you into coming into the woods where you can get hurt and die and cause your family suffering, you know, I, I believe there are dark entities out there that will cause that. Do you, we hear so much about hauntings, and that's primarily what we talk about on our program more so than anything else. And, and I hear ghost stories. I've I've heard tens of thousands of ghost stories over the years now from people all over the world sharing their experiences, many of which I would probably say a majority of which uh, don't resemble anything demonic. They they seem and they and they they start and they end um, in many cases uh, with nothing troublesome happening, more so just 
a loved one or maybe the former owner of a house or or something that's non-threatening that they come across. Doesn't ever seem to have any sort of ill intent to it whatsoever. With with your belief system and what you've seen and, and what you've encountered, do, you, do how how do you process ghosts? Do you uh, in your ghost family tree is it as direct as being there's evil uh, demonic type ghosts and there's you know angelic or or good type spirits that are out there, uh, or is there anything in the mix where we could be a, a, it could be you know Uncle Bill or whatever that came back and, and he's still wandering around, or is it always something that's taking the shape of something else for some other purpose? Well, like I said, for me the the Bible is the um, acid test for everything, and the sure. Bible says that when a man dies. In Job, it says he does not return to his house. Mm-hmm. Is, yet his thoughts perish. He has no more part uh, forever in anything. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, according to Scripture, your deep uh, sleep is just a, or death is just a deep, endless sleep until Christ comes back. Okay. But the, yeah, the dead praise not the Lord. Um, so I've most people will try to use the story of Saul and the witch of Endor, you know, when they try to legitimize ghosts, you know, they'll say, well, didn't Saul have the witch call Samuel up? Well, not necessarily. You know, if you read that story, Samuel or Saul never saw Samuel. He said an old woman, you know, the woman uh, saw an old man and perceived it to be Samuel. You know, it never says it was Samuel. It says she perceived it to be Samuel. And uh, he was wearing a mantle. Of course, he didn't even, at the time, he didn't even have the mantle that he used to wear because Saul had torn it. So he didn't even have this mantle that he should have been worn wearing. Um, but there's no evidence in, in the Bible that that was anything other than a spirit pretending to be Samuel. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting thing because, I mean, you could look at it uh, and I do not profess to have answers to any of this. I'm just wanting your opinion. Um, you could look at it in two ways, too, uh, where one could easily say, um, well, this this must be my dad because it looks like him. He's giving me some sort of message that uh, only he would know and I would know. And it was a non-threatening. It was non-negative encounter or something that that you got. Uh, you know, when somebody's dad shows up after they die, like, hey, I'm just OK. I'm over here. One could look at that with a belief system of, well, maybe that really truly wasn't your dad, but it was God or, or, or somebody giving you that appearance just to give you that message. And, and they, he knew that, that the, the message being delivered by your dad would be a lot more uh, uh, comforting and approachable than just some entity that you don't know or who it is and that would be a little more scary so that's the form that it took but then you could also look at it in the other direction too of when it is a scary dark thing or something that's trying to lure you it could also take that same form to try and lure you to it um uh, for a negative uh encounter of some sort you just kind of almost have to make a judgment call in that split second of this interaction you're having with the dead is it is it that good one? Is it that positive? Or is this going to take me down a road that, that I don't know where I'm going? Well, from my own personal belief system, I believe that you know God lays out in, in Scripture very specific 
you know, concepts about death, you know. Mm-hmm. He says that the dead know not nothing. They won't return to their house. And, you know, he says that we're not to communicate with spirits. And then it would be strange on his part when it says God is not the author of confusion for him to bring something there that's going to confuse you to talk to you after he said don't talk to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I myself, I've died twice. I, I don't protect, I've died twice. Mm-hmm. And both times, you know, I've got to say there was no tunnel of light with Grandma and Elvis at the end <laughs> of it. it. It was just like Scripture says, you know, or, or described it. It was just like I was going into this deep, dark sleep and while I was gone, I wouldn't have known if I'd been dead 10 minutes or 10,000 years. Sure. But when they revived me, I felt like I'd had 10 hours of the best sleep I'd ever had in my life. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. I'm really enjoying this conversation and getting your your take and and, and your opinion on, on all this stuff because uh, it, it's just it's so fascinating to hear everyone's views on these things. Let's talk about some of like the cryptid stuff, like the the Bigfoot and, and all that. I know earlier you had said you believe that uh, your opinion would be that if I'm, I'm wrong on this, let me know that these are probably some sort of uh, animal or whatever it may be. Uh, a living creature of some sort that's just been unidentified may not be super large in population that we happen to come across and they're very good at, at being elusive to humans. Uh, so am I understanding correctly that Bigfoots and things of that nature, for the most part, you believe to be just an unidentified species of animal that's out there? As far as the evidence we've seen so far, yes, that's what I, I do believe because, you know, they, they leave footprints, they, They've been photographed. We've recorded time and again, you know, roars, howls, whoops. We've had rocks thrown at us. Um, I've I've seen big, I I believe it was Bigfeet. I I would never be so arrogant. It'd be hubris for me to say I knew a thousand percent it was Bigfoot. But through the fog, shapes that I I was supposed to see, they were, uh, unless it was Chewbacca on the other side of the bridge, uh, it would almost had to have been Bigfoot. So I've seen these things, you know, and you find scat in the woods. Uh, I've got hair in my um, safe that was examined and come back undocumented primate. Mm-hmm. So a, a lot of people will try to put a spiritual connotation on these things and say, oh, they're interdimensional, you know, or, or they're spirit. Well, if it's a spirit, what's it doing eating a dead deer in the road, you know, because I've interviewed people who saw one with a dead deer over its shoulder, or yeah. uh, why is it leaving scat? Why is it leaving footprints? Why is it leaving a vocalization? Yeah. You know, so I, I've never seen anything to make me think that they're spiritual. Now, can people say, well, how do they affect you sometimes to give you an unnatural fear? Well, there are animals that give off what's called infrasound. It's a, it's a high-frequency sound that's almost uh, inaudible, but it, it'll affect you. Yeah. Uh, elephants give it off. Tigers give it off. So can they produce some some frequency that will you know, affect you in some way and give you an irrational fear? I, it's, it's possible. I've never experienced it myself, mm-hmm. but we... Uh, I have never seen anything of a supernatural nature out of it. Have you, son? Anything I've seen involving a 
a cryptid would uh i would be thinking it would be something flesh and blood yeah i, I mean we've been out of the woods a couple times you know by uh seemingly irritating something and having it sound like a t-rex come through the forest tearing trees and limbs down as it got closer to us in, in my personal opinion and i may be wrong uh they're sometimes theorized to be an interdimensional creature and if it was interdimensional that would almost imply that it would have to have some technology of some kind to move between dimensions and if it is highly advanced then why is it tearing apart logs and digging worms out of falling down trees and mm -hmm. uh ripping the bark off things and making teepees out of the woods and making these primitive uh, you could think you could make a Big Mac or something like that if it had that much technology. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> at least a Whopper. I mean, for you know, at least a Whopper if if it has that type of technology. <laughs> but do, do you think that do you think that there's there's anything here where there is not necessarily these Bigfoots that are some sort of interdimensional thing, but is there something else that people? Uh, are seeing out there that they're confusing as a Bigfoot. Uh, I, I've talked with many people in, in other areas. There's there's like the goat man theories in, in different parts of the country. There's variations on the goat man um, in all different things, dog man, all of that, where there are more um, experiences that, that, that don't lead to it sounding like some sort of primate that, that is just unidentified where it literally, uh, you know, sometimes almost has, the the feet of a goat and then the body of a man and and people have literally seen some of these things disappear not necessarily with technology or a, a machine or any sort of device but something more so that may fall into the realm of of not necessarily dimensional but more of a spiritual realm of being uh, demonic or something of that nature do you think anything like that exists out there that's being confused as as a bigfoot I think you've got a few things probably going on with some of it. Mm -hmm. I think that you have a natural animal of some sort, maybe natural animals, depending on what it is you're seeing. Um, I think you have some misidentification on some things. Mm -hmm. And I think that you have some people who are just outright telling lies. And then I think you have... Um, you could have some genetic tampering at times as well. And then I think you probably have some demonic activity pretending to be something else. When you have something like that, something like that, that, that is a, a negative energy, a dark energy uh, that's pretending to be something else, whether it be looking like a Bigfoot or some sort of beast or something that's looking like a little girl that's, that's luring someone into the woods, whatever it may be that, that has that intent. As humans, is there anything we can do, anything we should do to ward them away or to keep it uh, out of someone's home? If, per se, it was, uh, you know, basically invading someone's space, not just you're catching it in the woods, but it's there. It's tormenting you night after night. Is there anything that can be done to keep it away? I, I mean, from my um my personal belief system, you know, the, all that I would do is just, just really pray and, and trust that the Lord would help me with it, you know, because mm -hmm. I, I don't think that he would want me assaulted by it. You know, he, if I had done something dabbled and let myself get in trouble with it, 
he may let me ride the rap, so to speak, you know, for a while. As a little bit of a lesson. Yeah, as a lesson. But I, I think if you were genuinely repentant and, and really, truly asking for help, I, I, I genuinely believe he would help. Um, but that, that's kind of why he tells us not to fool with these things, because they are bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some things, you know, I don't like some of the other animals people are seeing, you know, the Bible talks in a couple of places about men with faces like lions. So I don't know how to explain those things either, unless you're, unless it's just some kind of poetic language to say they look fierce. But, you know, um, I, I just don't know how to explain everything. Sure. I, I, you know, cause there's places in the Bible where it talks about God sent, um, uh, wild beast in among people to do something then it makes a specific difference that says that he sent evil beasts in to to do something so i i really i don't know i just know it's a bigger world than what we think it is that wraps up part two of our conversation with John and Elijah Henderson. A big thank you to them for joining us on the program today. To find out more about their work, you can search Cryptid Studies Institute on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Until next time, for the Grave Talks, I'm Tony Bruski. Thanks for your support, and thanks for listening.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.